Hey, this is Travis Bennett, the pastor here at Arena of Life Church, and I just want to welcome you to our podcast. I pray this builds your faith, encourages you, and brings you to newer levels in Christ. Enjoy the message. God, we choose not to take this time in your presence for granted. We choose not to take this time in your word for granted. I pray, Lord, today that you would open eyes to see, that you would open ears to hear. I thank you that you're still a God that causes giants to fall. You're still a God that causes walls to fall. You're still a God that opens eyes to see. You're still a God that heals the sick, that the lame walk, the blind see, and the deaf hear. You're still a God that pulls us out of the miry clay and sets us on a rock to stand toward against the enemy. God, today, I just pray that you would reveal yourself in every way that needs to be done this morning. God, if something's heavy on our heart or something that has us pushed up against the corner, God, I pray that you're revealing yourself to these moms, these dads, these wives, these husbands, these Americans, God, these Texans. God, I just pray today that you would live, you would move, and you would have your being in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said... Amen. We'll look at your neighbor this morning and say, are you ready? All right, all right. Praise God. All right, y'all ready to jump in the Word today? I'm going to ask that one more time. First service, y'all need to wake up for me because I'm ready. I, you better get on board. Connor's ready. Let's go. All right. Matthew chapter 6, I'm going to read this to you. They put that, that today was the last one, but John, they lied. I got one more in me. Is that okay? I say I may have, who knows? I, I always cheat myself by putting a date on a series because like when I was preaching on fear, I felt like I could have preached that until Jesus came back, but here we are. Ephesians, or no, uh, Matthew, Ephesians. Chapter 6, verse 3, it says, But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your Father who sees everything will reward you. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father who sees everything will reward you. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private. Your father who sees everything will reward you. Amen. Well, thank you, John. Give John a hand this morning. Didn't he do a great job? Those of you that are just uh, tuning in here over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about the the three when yous, and we believe this, it's when he is well, because I believe, how many of y'all believe Jesus was the example for us? Except for last week when Brother Daniel was here. Well, didn't Brother Daniel give you a great word? Amen. You're blessed by that. Amen. And uh, I, I thank God for his friendship. Uh, I know he is a great preacher. And I'll just warn you, today it's not going to be a preaching moment. It's going to be more of a teaching moment. It's what the Lord had on my heart, but we've been looking at this of when you give, when you pray, and when you fast. Audra, hey, I just want to give this this morning. I'm I'm like a squirrel this morning. I'm going to have to focus already, but she got such a great report from the Lord uh, this week. She had been on some, was it radiation? Some radiation for a tumor that had came back. If you guys know the whole story, I won't get into the full details 
of that. We ought, ought to make a video, though, of the full details because God is so good. But she went to the doctor last week, and they said it wouldn't shrink. It would just keep it um, detained. But I believe through the power of prayer and the mighty God we serve, that baby is shrinking. And I believe it's gone in Jesus' name. Come on. Amen. God is good. All right. What was I talking about? He, how many of y'all know he was the example of fasting for us? The Bible shows us all throughout scripture that, or, or throughout scripture that he fasted for 40 days. We just fasted for 10. We talked about when he prayed, and I hope you were here, and if you didn't listen to that message of Jesus was the example of prayer in his life. He was the son of God. He was connected to the Lord, but how many of y'all know he still prayed? And it's very important. Prayer connects us to the Lord. Fasting disconnects us from the world, but uh, the last week that I was here, two weeks ago, before I got stuck in Florida where it was 78 degrees, glory to God, but uh, talked about when you give. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and set this up today and tell you that I'm going to be casting vision. In fact, what I'm going to be doing today is giving the state of the church address. Are you ready for it today? Kind of like the president gives the State of the Union address, I'm giving the State of the Church address of where we're at as a church and where we need to go. The Bible says, make the vision, make it, or <clears throat> give the vision, make it plain, and that's what I'm going to do today as your pastor. And you know what? I'm going to need your help to get it fulfilled. Who's ready to step up and help us fulfill it, fill the, the, the commission that God has given for this church and the vision for this house? So the State of the Church... The church address. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm setting this up for next week. We're going to start something new here in Arena of Life Church. We're going to give a faith offering, a seed offering. And I'll get more into that next week. And I'm super excited already about the word the Lord has given me for that. But today I want to give you the state of the church address. And I'm going to give you some numbers. And you know, sometimes when you get around other pastors, they say this, well, pastor, I'm just not a numbers guy. I mean, I've ever been around those people before. Well, I'm just not a numbers guy. Well, you ought to be, or you're going to be broke in your checking account. Amen? The only time I'm not a numbers guy is when I step on the scale. Not really a numbers guy. When the uh, DPS officer pulls me over and says, hey, how fast were you going? I say, ah, I'm really not a numbers guy. <laughs> right? <clears throat> but... Uh, last week when we were in Florida, Pastor Ty, he had this coupon to go to this place called the Stretch Lab. I, I thought the same thing. All of you are looking at me like, Stretch Lab? Yeah, Florida. They're not Texans. But anyway, we went to the Stretch Lab, and I was a little concerned because we had Mexican food the night before. And you know how stretching, <laughs> praise the Lord. <clears throat> so anyways, they had this camera. They had this camera when I was standing in front of this camera. It had, a, it had a TV screen on it, and it was, what it did was, as you could see it, it was like a laser deal, and it went from the top of your head all the way to your feet, and then it came back up. And what it, what it showed was places in my body that ha had a little bit of pressure there and bound up places. Shoulders, hips, um, where else? But it, but, it, but it gave a graph of where I had no flexibility at all in places I did have more flexibility. And so what, what through those numbers, the, the guy who was stretching me, he could use those numbers to use it on me of where he needed to work on and get me more limber. 
And I believe it's the same way as far as any business. I believe it's the same way as far as any church. I think it's important that we look at numbers to see what's working and what's not working. Amen? I mean, I believe totally in the power of God. I believe the speaking of the word. But here's the deal. At the end of the day, I want to tell you this. God was into numbers, and we ought to be into numbers. He was. If... um, You know, it's just like this. I was thinking about this. If you're sick and you go to the hospital and they start running tests on you, and if they don't check your blood pressure, if they don't check your temperature, if they don't check all of these numbers, how many of y'all know you're going to find somebody who will? Because all of these things determine whether you're successful or you're not successful, whether you're going to live or whether you're going to die. And all throughout scripture, I I was thinking about this uh, a couple years ago, I went on a hunting trip with a with a well-known minister of the gospel and there he gave us a book called numbers throughout scripture and and they're very vital like the number one uh the, uh, the number one it means oneness of god it's the trinity it's the father son and the holy spirit how many of y'all believe these are one in fact if you don't believe these are one come see me afterwards because it's very important in your belief system that you believe that it's father son holy spirit and they are one but that, that's the word, the, that uh, number one, that's what it means. It's oneness of God. Number, uh, like the, the number two, it's union, it's covenant, like the covenant that God made with Abraham. It's like the covenant of marriage between a man and a wife. The number three is um, completeness. Well, pastor, I thought it was number seven. No, number seven is more of the word perfection, but number three is completeness. It also can mean resurrection. Think about it all throughout scripture of where three comes in. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. He he died for three days and three nights, but on the third day, what? He rose again. All throughout scripture, we see three, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We see that in the Garden of Gethsemane, he he prayed three different times. Three is a big number. Five is the number for grace. How many of y'all thankful for the grace of God? Seven in scripture always means perfection. It's uh, seven days he created created the, the earth and the animals, the light, all of it. So if numbers are important to God, they ought to be important to us. Amen? I'm going to say that again. If numbers are important to God, how many of y'all believe they ought to be important to us? And so um, I just want to go over some things of 2021, and I'm going to talk about what we've done and where we need to go. Last year in 2021, people who filled out cards, and this is not including, I believe we were a part those of you that were at, that, at the park that night with Sean Foyt, I believe that Arena of Life Church uh, um, was an example and led the way of people to come into the kingdom of God that night. But I'm just talking about people that filled out cards here at Arena of Life who got saved inside of this house, house and that number is 39. Come on, just give the Lord a praise for even one. I mean, y'all know heaven rejoices with one, but we got, but there's 39 people that were saved in 2021 that filled out the card. Now, I believe there was more. How many of y'all believe there was more? But uh, 39 filled out the card. 14 of those got baptized. So we're fulfilling the Great Commission, going to all the world, preach the gospel. Number two, baptize them. We had, get this, y'all, 105 guests in 2021. 105 guests. Now, just looking at that and looking at the room, now there's a whole lot more people in the second service. How many of y'all know we need to do something a little bit about that of keeping the guests inside the house? 
Um, and, and 105, that's just people filled out the card so that it's a whole lot more than that number. Because think about the people who have kids, people who have wives and those types of things. In 2021, uh, c- people that completed the connection class was 30 people. If you don't know what the connection class is, it's a class that we have every, every quarter and it's a way to get hooked up and connected serving here at Arena of Life. So the first one talks about the history of the church, talks about the leadership of the church, ways that you can get involved. The second part of that connection class uh, has a gifting test of how you, can, how you look at your giftings and see where you can apply them here inside the house. And the third one is, is getting involved. How many of y'all know it's important to get involved in the house? So looking at attendance of 2021, on Sundays we averaged about 250 folks inside of the room here. Now, through the first, going from, in September when we went 9 and 10.30, we gained 30 to 40 people uh, a week. Come on, that's 30 or 40 more people. Isn't that good? I work my butt off, but I tell you what, it's worth for the 30 or 40 more people that do come. In children's church, we have an average of 50 kids a week. Come on. Isn't that awesome? 50 kids a week. Uh, all throughout ministry, we have youth, we have singles, we have prayer, we have uh, down at the arena, and so there's, there's many more in there. In singles, there's 27 uh, that come every other Friday um, to the house here in youth on Wednesday nights, about 15 youth. On prayers, they have tw- during prayer, there's about 12 to 15 people that come every Monday night and pray and intercede for this house. Isn't that awesome? Also, the people that are affected down at the arena on, on Tuesday nights, we have Bibles and Barrels. On Thursday nights, we have Open Ride Night where the gospel gets shared with them. Now let's get down to finances. Are you all ready? Total giving last year was $707,155. Are y'all quiet? Well, that's better than 200,000 bucks, right? So the tithe came out to $665,431. Building fund, so the, the total number was 707,000. The tithe was 665,000. And so adding the building, building fund and the offering together, which I'm going to talk about those in, in a minute, those together were four. A building fund was 29145 and the offering was 15589 And so both of those together were 44735 So the building fund and the offering into the tithe brought it to 707000 Does that make sense? But the building fund and the offering, everybody, every bit of that went to the note to pay off this house. So I can say this, that the tithe brought in 665000 Pastor, why are you telling this? I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, where, we, where we give to, where, where the places that we, we, uh, <clears throat> we spend, I mean, all know it's important to know where, where the house spends money. We have 12 employees here at Arena of Life. We have 12 staff members, all the way down from uh, Mr. Greenhouse down at the arena, um, Myself, Pastor Brandy, we have um, um, security. Security. What are you, Lucas? Media. Uh, how many of y'all know it's important to have media today? 
praise and worship leaders, youth, youth ministers, uh, children's ministers. And I want to tell you right now, I will say this out in front of everybody. Everyone here is completely underpaid. They more do it for volunteer work than anything else, I promise you. And so, but just looking at that, <clears throat> and, and you're like, well, well uh, pastor, they ought to do that out of the goodness of their heart. Really, the Bible says this, that those who work under the word deserve double honor. Right, Pastor Robert? I'm not sharing with you anything that is not of the word. And so, but we do. We do it out of the goodness of, uh, of our heart. But you need to know these things. So just thinking about this, with 12 employees, you know what I looked up? The average American income of somebody is $67,000 a year. That's average. Now, some of you are like, oh my gosh, that's a lot. So what I did was this, as I came, brought it back, let's just say that it was $40,000 a year. At 12 employees, that would be $480,000. That's what Cody pays his guys. I'm talking numbers you're talking about, right? $480,000. We also have a cleaning bill. Uh, we pay Life Challenge. I believe they do a great job here, but we pay that every month. I think it's... Um, I'm not even going to guess, but how I many y'all know this is a big building to clean? We pay Life Challenge to do it. We got to pay for internet. We pay for phone systems. We pay for paper and printing. How many of y'all enjoy Bible school on Wednesday nights? Amen. Well, it take, costs money to do those things. The electric bill here, it has gone, gone down over the years after we got LEDs down at the arena, LEDs in the parking lot and inside the, inside the house. Our, our electric bill runs $2,000 a month. But the, during the winter time, how many units do we have, Don? 12 air conditioning units. Now think about your one. Now think about 12 and think about the space that is here. That's a lot of money. And so in the summertime, it's a lot more. Atmos runs about $1,000. Our mortgage on both notes, and I just want to give a praise report. Last year, I came before you and said, hey, this is how much it's going to take to pay off our grip building. And you guys came together, and we paid off our grip building. We had three notes, now we have two. I'm going to say that again. We had three notes, now we have two. That is so awesome. So with the two, we have $9,000 is our mortgage. Our mor uh, and so we are working on our payoff. I'll tell you this, that our payoff between the church and the arena is right at about $140,000. So I want you to think about this. With employees and all this different stuff, $665,000, bringing it down, comes to about $55,000 a month. At $55,000 a month, think about 12 employees, even if you just paid them $2,000, which I'm not going to tell you what, what, what we pay them. I'm just going to say that they are totally underpaid. But let's say in a perfect world where they made $2,000 a month, that would be $24,000, would it not? And then a mortgage that we're trying to pay off, I promise you, we don't pay $9,000. We, we try to double that at times because we're knocking this baby out in Jesus' name. Amen? So you can see where the tithe just keeps the lights turned on. But give yourself a hand for keeping the lights turned on. Isn't that awesome? Amen? Here's another thing. Missions. Uh, places that we give to. Oh, before I go to that, the, our, our maintenance uh, here in this building. 
This is a 20-year-old building. How many of y'all know air conditioners wear out? Things get old. Things, uh, 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 thinking about the sound equipment. People ask about this sound equipment. Well, we didn't get new speakers because we wanted to. We got new speakers because we had to. We got new speakers because uh, we have um, amps that are underneath the stage. Well, the amps, you couldn't even buy them anymore for the speakers that they went to. Y'all know, y'all, you guys kind of know what I'm talking about? And let me tell you, this stuff right here, it ain't cheap. But how many of y'all know we need it? We need these types of things. Our parking lot, it's 20 years old. And I don't know if you've ever priced working on parking lots. They don't give that stuff away. Uh, garage doors down at the arena. Uh, last year, we had, a, we had a pipe burst out here. We got to pay for all kinds of different maintenance. Thank God we had favor when those types of things happen. But there's things that we've got to take care of. Pastor, why are you sharing this with me? Because lots of times people think this, that, that I don't know, for some reason, they have this mantra inside of their head. The church just... It's the Lord's house. It's, it, it's always going to make it. I, I promise you there's doors that are shutting every single week because they have that mentality. Amen? God's called us to this house. Um, talking about missions, there's many local organizations that we support. We support uh, Pastor Robert, Cindy. I forgot the name. Am, we are part of Amarillo Angels. It's a great organization, that arena of life. We sponsor a family. We also are involved with uh, colorful closets here in town. We're involved with Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in town. We're involved with Mike Barber Ministries that goes into the prisons. How many of y'all know that it's good to plant seed in Mike Barber Ministries? We plant seed into Israel every single month. Listen, I, I promise you we're going to give our way out of this too as well. Here's another thing. We, we, we support a live challenge every single month. Uh, and the mission of this house, it has stayed the same. We're going to connect to God, connect to church, and connect to people. Number two, our vision is this. We're going to make a difference. And even to make a difference, we need your help to make a difference. You know, I was thinking about it. One of the things Pastor, or Brother Daniel, he called me this last week. He said, in the sermon, I talked about how we set up at the hospital. We, it was like, I think, 600 $700 for the three hours that we were at um, the hospital with Life Challenge coffee. And we prayed, oh my Lord, with so many nurses and doctors. I had the time of my life meeting all them people. It was so great. But you guys made it happen. But we, what were we doing? We were making a difference inside of Amarillo, Texas. But Brother Daniel called me this week. He said, I shared that testimony with your church last week. I want to let you know that they called this week and set up 12 uh, catering deals with Revivify Coffee just this week. Isn't that awesome? 12. 12 of them. Uh, when, we, when we went down to uh, make a difference, when we went to um, oh, uh, our sheriff's department, but I'm also thinking about when we went to the park outside there. We need to make, how many of y'all know if we stay right here at 8827 South Washington, we're not going to make a difference in Amarillo, Texas? God's called us to go out, go and do some things. So these are some things that I wanted to share with you of what we did. But how many of y'all know there's places we need to go? I know in business, I've always set goals for myself. In giving, I set goals for myself. Every year of what, I, what 
me and Pastor Brandy want to give. So number one is this, where we need to go. Number one, we're going to do this. We're going to pay off this building. Come on, who is with me that we are going to pay off this building, be debt-free in Jesus' name? Amen? Number two is this. We need a children's wing. You know what a children's wing would do? A children's wing would open up our foyer so you don't look like a herd of cattle inside of there. How I many of y'all know we need a bigger foyer? Right? We, we need some elbow room. We need some, uh, uh, some room out there. But in order to do that, we got to get rid of a nursery and, and, and some uh, toddler classrooms. And in order to do that, we need to go that way because we got a bunch of kiddos. And with that could come a dining hall. We could have like tables and chairs out all the time where we could get together and be Baptist like Dawn. Amen? But also with that, you know what uh, is on my heart, and, and there's been people that's presented it to, to me, I believe that we would thrive having a school at Arena of Life. Amen? We need a school. I'm telling you, if you don't know what your kids are being taught in public school right now, you would say, glory to God, yes, we do need a school. I mean, y'all know it's important that our children are raised in the admonition of the Lord. That our children are raised in um, uh, godly influence in the scriptures and teachings of the word of God. Um, Where we need to go, we need to work on our live footage. Right? Now... I'm a stickler to this. I think it's important, and I want to thank God for each and every one of you that are inside the house. You're like, Pastor, this is boring. We're used to you preaching. Well, come back next week. I promise you I'll preach. But we need to work on that because let's just be be real. It's terrible. An iPad on, you know, it's terrible. And can I tell you, all of that stuff, to make that stuff happen, it's big bucks. It's big bucks. And here's the deal. I don't want to... Listen, I want to pull the trigger and I want to make it happen. But also, too, number one, I want to be debt free. So we want to be smart about these things. But how many of y'all know we need a better life system? In all reality, too, you know what we need? We need an LED screen. If we're going to reach your kids or your grandkids, I promise you, they need to have something that pulls them in with the eyes. Just being being completely honest. They'll, they'll go to those things. They'll be attracted to that, and then the anointing breaks the yokes and bondages of sin and death. Amen? We need better lights. We need all these things. All of this stuff here, uh, like these lights back here, there's six of them that have burned out. We're down to these last four back here. I put these in um, years ago, but it takes money to do all this types of stuff and so this is why I'm sharing this with you. We've came a long ways, but we got a, lo- we got a long ways to go, and we got a short time to get there. Don't make me sing the song to y'all, because I know it, I promise. Amen? So how many of y'all know our mission is still the same? Connect to God, connect to church, and connect to people, and our vision is still the same, that we are going to make a difference in Amarillo, Texas. How many of y'all, this was beneficial for you to know these types of things this morning? Praise God. We're going somewhere. How many of y'all believe by the Spirit of God we're going somewhere? Now, I want to tell you this. Now, open your Bibles to Revelations chapter 1. Not Revelations, but Revelation. Now, I'm going to preach just a little bit, just for a short period of time. Because I want to tell you what the church, what I believe the church still does today. 
and what the church is going to continue to do right here uh, in this house. Revelation 1 and verse 8, it says this, I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is existing forever. I'm reading out of the Amplified. And who is continually existing in the past and who has come to the Almighty, the Omnipotent, the ruler of all. I, John, your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patient endurance, which are in Jesus, was on this island called Patmos. It's the island of Revelation. Exiled, exiled there because of my preaching of the word of God regarding eternal salvation and the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit in special communication with the Holy Spirit and empowered to receive and record the revelation from Jesus Christ on the Lord's Day. And I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet saying, write on a scroll what you see in this revelation and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, to Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking with me, and after turning, I saw seven golden lampstands. Everybody say lampstands. So he turns, and he sees the lampstands, and in the midst of the lampstands, I saw someone like the Son of Man dressed in a robe, reaching to his feet with a golden sash wrapped around his chest and a scimitar by his side. Just kidding. I made that part up. His head and his hair were, were white like white wool, like snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. Isn't that awesome? His feet were like uh, burnished, white hot bronze, refined in a furnace, and his voice was powerful like the sound of many waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and from his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword of judgment. And his face reflecting his majesty and the Shekinah glory was like the sun shining in all its power. When I saw him, I fell at his feet at th- at, and though, and, at, as though dead. And he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and I am the last. Let's now go to verse 20. As for the mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. I'm talking about what the church was then and what the, what the church is still today. I mean, y'all know the book of Matthew says this, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I brought this up just a couple of weeks ago in Mark chapter 9 of when he comes off of that Mount Transfiguration. He comes into a place which is called known as Caesarea Philippi. That's the place where the boy was set free. But that is also the place where Jesus said, upon this church I will build my rock and that gates of hell will not prevail against it. They called that place of the rock. They, they said... <clears throat> Legend has it was back in the book of Genesis where there was Nephilim that came down onto the earth and it was an evil place. This was a place where drug addicts were. This was a place where witchcraft was. This was a place where people were in sorcery of all sorts of times, sexual things. And Jesus said this, in the midst of all that place, I'm going to build my church. Can I tell you today, right now in Arena of Life, Amarillo, Texas, 2022, what he said then is still what's going to happen today. Day, we're going to invite the drug addict to the house of God. We're going to invite the alcoholic to the house of God. We're going to invite the porn addict to the house of God because we believe the anointing still here to set people free. Come on, can I get an amen this morning? I believe we still serve a God as we sang this morning that can do miracles, signs, and wonders. I believe the house of God ought to be a place of power. I believe that the house of God ought to be a place of empowerment. But in this particular text here, we see a great example of what the house of God ought to do. 
Here is the apostle John. He has been dipped in oil. He has had to drink uh, um, poison. And the king of the time, Domitian, says, you know what? I can't kill you, so I'll send you where all the prisoners are. And it's in this dark place that he gets a revelation of Jesus. Can I tell you, even today in America and all the darkness and people that are sick, people that are dying, people that are addicted to fentanyl, people that, I'm, let's just be real, we've lost our minds. Crack pipes. Need I say more? We have lost our minds. The fact that we are having the Olympics in Beijing, China, we have lost our minds. But can I tell you this? It's even in that darkness where God wants to speak to us and reveal himself to us just like he did to the Apostle John right here in the book of Revelation. It's in that dark place. And the Bible says that he hears this voice. So I believe this. I believe that he knew the voice of God. And he turns. And when he turns, he sees seven lampstands. Now, you need to know this. That during that time, there was a Greek style, a Roman style, a Jewish style lampstand. They all looked different. Lots of times people think of the lampstand because there's seven there. He's talking about the seven churches. But the word that he uses is not the menorah. The word that he uses here is there were seven different looking lampstands. They all had the same purpose, but they all looked a little bit different. How many of y'all know we as churches across Amarillo, but across the world, we all may look a little bit different, but we all should have the same purpose to bring light into the world. And so he sees these seven lampstands here burning. They all had the same function, but they all served uh, and they all served the same purpose. What they did was this, and this is what God has called us to do still in 2022. You ready? Number one, carry oil. As a lampstand, remember at the end of the text here, when he turns and sees the lampstand, isn't it amazing that he doesn't turn and see a sign or a wonder? He doesn't turn and and whatever you think, you know, I think this is the most important thing. No, no. He turns and he sees the church is what he turns and sees. And what he sees is Jesus inside the church. How many of y'all know the church? Are you beginning to see how powerful the church is? How powerful we ought to be as a church? So number one is this. We need to carry the oil. Number two is this. It had a handle. We got a picture? That's not the picture. That's a menorah. Um... It had a handle. The third one is this. It has a mouthpiece on it. You can take that off there because that's not it. It had a mouthpiece on it. The fourth thing is this. It had a flame. So just real quick, you sit on the end of your seat because I just want to share with you really quick. Number this, God has still called the church to be this. A carrier of oil, have a handle. A mouthpiece and a flame. Number one, the oil. I'm telling you, more than ever, we need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Can I tell you this? I had somebody call me this week, somebody who's very influential in the city. He said, hey, what would you do in this situation? I said, you've got all kinds of friends. Why in the world do you want to hear from me? He said, because I believe you hear from God. Can I tell you this? More than ever, we need to be in a place where we hear from God. It's the anointing that breaks the yokes and bondages of sin and death. 
The Bible tells us this in, in Acts 1.8. I've shared it many times. So I'll share it again. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Be my witnesses, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Come on, if we're going to be a light today, we need the anointing of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Amen? The Bible tells us in Psalm 23, 5, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. You know what we're called to do as a church? We're we're to anoint the heads of people to go out and make a difference. Amen? Number two is this, the handle. This is direction. The handle, wherever it went, it brought light. How many of y'all know God has called us as a church to be directed by God? The Bible tells us this in Psalm 1611, God will show me the path of life in his presence is fullness of joy. Psalm 32 and verse 8, God will instruct me and teach me in the way that I should go. He will guide me with his eye. Psalm 37, 23, my steps are ordered of the Lord. Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, I trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding and all my ways acknowledge him and he will direct my path. How many of y'all need your path directed in your checking account today? How many of y'all need your path directed in your marriage today? How many of you need your path directed as a parent? Come on, I believe this. People are saying, I can't believe you got so political. In 2020, why wouldn't I? Our paths need to be directed. Amen. And how many of y'all know the direction of where we're going is not good? Just saying. Isaiah 48, 17, thus says the Lord, my Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way that you should go. Isaiah 58, 11, the Lord will guide me continually. One more, John 8, 12. I follow Jesus, so I shall not walk in darkness, but I have the light of life. Can I tell you this? It's very simple. Darkness cannot live in light. Darkness cannot live in light. I'm going to say it. I hope you get revelation. Darkness cannot live in light. And when you have the light of Jesus on the inside of you, I believe that God has directed you as the church to go into those dark places in your family and turn the light on. Amen? Those dark places at Walmart and to turn the light on. I'm telling you, a smile turns the light on, right? Come on. Just a little bit of friendliness turns the light on. God has called us, number one, to be carriers of oil. Number two, to have the handle, to be directed by God. Here's the third one, a mouthpiece. Come on, how many of y'all believe we've been quiet way too long? I'm going to say it again. How many of y'all believe we've been quiet way too long? The Bible commissions us as believers, go into all the world and preach the gospel. How many of y'all know you have family members that if they die today, they go to hell? How How many of y'all have... Wow, y'all's families are great. Come on, how many of y'all have neighbors? If they died today, they go to hell. Come on, how many of y'all have people in your life that they know? It encouraged me so much. Mikey, leading someone to the Lord last week. Mikey, how long you been serving God? Maybe a year? Maybe a year? This boy right here, you need to know. I call him, you see his teeth all the time because he's always happy. But one year, he led his first personal Lord last week. Come on. How many of y'all know God's called? I'm, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. God has called you to be a mouthpiece. God has called you to be a mouthpiece. 
It says this in Ecclesiastes 3.7, there's a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak. There is times to keep silent. I just will say that, those of you that are married. 1 Corinthians 14.1 says, let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities of the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. You know what prophecy is? It's simply say what God says. How many of y'all know in our homes we need to say what God says? In wherever we are, we need to say what God says. In 1 Corinthians 14, 3, it says, But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. So we've got to be the mouthpiece to the world. How many of y'all know there's enough mouthpieces out there? How many of y'all know Facebook has a big mouthpiece? You know, I have people tell me, you know what I read on Facebook? I'm like, if you truly believe that, you are crazy. But how many of y'all know people are listening to stuff? So we might as well share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? Here's the last one. Just real quick, the flame. The flame, that's the fire of God. And how many of y'all know throughout Scripture when the fire of God showed up, the power of God showed up? Connor's amen to me. How many of y'all know when the fire of God showed up, the power of God showed up? How many of y'all know more than ever, how many of y'all know our children's need to witness the power of God? Amen? Just like Pastor Beth in that testimony that she shared about, I, I'm telling you, you don't hear of very many people that get on an incubator or a ventilator and they make it out alive. Amen? I'm telling you, we need to be that voice, but people today need to see the power of God in operation more than ever, ever before. Matthew 5, 14 says this, you are the light of the world. And I'm sharing this with the church, because can I tell you this? I can't do this alone. In fact, we can't even do this just as pastors and elders, can we? No. Amen. Shouldn't have to. We can't do this alone. We need you. Can I tell you this? You're the light of the world. Meaning that there's people that you may have missed in your row. I tell you what, we, we can point fingers at the Baptists and the Catholics being religious all they want to. I promise you we're just as bad. But there's people in your row that you may have missed. I promise you there's a lot of people here. I miss people. When I miss them, I do call them when I think about it. But you know what you can do? You can reach out to them. Hey, I've missed you in the house of the Lord. You're the light of the world. Here's, here's an, a city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. You know what I'm praying for, arena of life? That we are a city that's set on a hill. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but put it on a lampstand... And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Do we need to sing the song? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I mean, you know, God has called you to ministry and to be a witness. Let's all stand to our feet this morning. I'm telling you, the reason I share this with you is that we're not going to lose focus. You know what we're still going to be as arena of life? We're still going to be carriers of the oil. Come on, let's say this together. I'm going to be a carrier of the oil. Amen. Let's say this together. Number two, I'm going to be directed by God. Number three, I'm going to go into all the world. You're going to be the mouthpiece. Number four, I'm going to experience the power of God. 
or the power of God is going to be experienced through me. I believe that with all my heart. Amen? How many of y'all know we got places to go? There's people to be saved. There's people still to be healed. There's still people to be set free. And can I tell you, where we are in the world today is just like John at the island of Patmos. We're in a dark place. Y'all believe that? We're in a dark place. But can I tell you this? In that dark place, let's turn and people ought to see the church. People still ought to see the church. The church, we ought to be that example of that light that is turned on. I'm telling you, we got more people that we need to influence. We got more people to influence. And I'm going to do it with you. We can do this together. Make a difference in Amarillo, Texas. Amen? How many of y'all glad you came today? Amen? Listen, I'm setting this up. Next week, we're going to do this. We're going to do a faith offering. What is an offering? Well, 10% of your, your income that you receive, 10% of that, that's called a tithe. Anything over that 10%, that's called an offering. So next week when you come, I mean, I encourage you to continue to tithe. But I want you to pray about this week. What is it next week that I want? And listen, don't feel like you've got to give it all, all next week. Make a... Seek the Lord. Pastor Brandy and myself, every, every year we seek the Lord. What am I going to give over the tithe? Can I tell you? Every time, it's maybe, whew, like questions, of the, like, wow, really, Lord? Can I tell you, he always makes a way. He always makes a way. Like I could tell you story after story of, I'm telling you, God has opened up doors like, whoa, only you could have made this happen. And I want to tell you, that, so, so the reason I brought this up today was this. With the tithe, we keep the lights turned on. But a faith offering on top of that, we pay off buildings. And when we pay off buildings, we get children's wings. And we, we do things that we've been needing to do, but we'll go there. I mean, I know we'll reach more people. We'll reach more. We, we, we need to be up to date with the online. Now, I, I, don't, I don't believe in eHarmony Church, right? Underwear Church. I, I think it's, how I many of y'all know people have God encounters, they need a house to go to. Like in Acts chapter 9, I'm thinking about the story of Saul. He had an experience with the Lord, and then he said, go to the house where Ananias is. You know what Ananias did? He laid his hands on him. You know, you know what we're supposed to do? As that carrier of oil, you know what this morning when people came up here to get prayed for? We laid hands on them. You can't get that online. Especially if you have a pile of kids like me, you don't get anything online. Be like, Mom, catch is being mean. You know you can't focus, and then you have to go back and watch it. And then when it's over and it's not live, it's like, ah. Y'all are looking at me strange, but I promise you, you do the same thing. Right? 
There's nothing like being in the house of worship. But I truly do believe there is people that are taking care of loved ones that they just can't get out. And we ought to give them the best. Amen? The best. I'm telling you, I hope you got the vision this morning. We're not stop. We're going somewhere. We got a long ways to go and a short time to get there. Amen? God, we thank you for this time together. If you're in this room and you say, Pastor, I'm away from the Lord. I don't know Jesus my Lord, personal Savior. If you're in here, you need to make things right with him. Today is your day. If you need to ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you say, Pastor, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've said. You don't know who I've hurt. You don't know the things that I've done. No, I don't. And I don't care. I'm telling you, God will forgive you as far as the east is from the west. Things that your family won't forgive you of, I promise you, Jesus give you those things make those things right with the Lord the Bible says confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus believe in your heart that he died on the cross and on the third day rose again he come live on the inside of you if that's you today you say pastor that's me I need to ask Jesus to be the Lord of my life I want you to lift your hand is there anybody in here you need to make the Jesus the Lord of your life I believe everybody's saved in the first service well God I thank you I thank you God for this opportunity to share the vision Lord, that you've given to me, to these pastors, to these elders. And Lord, I just pray that today that there was something that burned on the inside of each and every one of their hearts. Lord, that together, together we can reach grandkids. Together we can reach our kids. Together we can reach those neighbors that are a hard cause. Together. Because, God, we believe. We believe in this house. We believe in the vision of this house. We believe that this house shares your word. It's not compromised to the things in the culture of this world. But, God, I just pray today, God, right now in Jesus' name, Lord, anointing fall. Lord, this week as we pray and seek the Lord, whatever it is, the gift that we would have, the seed offering that we would have to bring next week, I pray, Lord, Right now, doors of increase being opened. Doors of increase. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us. We want to thank all of you who give to our ministries here at AOL Church. It's because of you that all of this is possible. You can give now by clicking the link below. And if you haven't already, subscribe and share this message. It helps us reach more people and share the gospel through you. Be sure to stay connected to us through our Church Center app, our website, arenaoflifechurch.org, and follow us on social media like Facebook and Instagram. May the Lord bless you and keep you. His face shine upon you, be gracious to you, and give you peace. Thanks again for listening. Go and make a difference today.